Hey, y'all. Thank y'all for tuning in to tonight's podcast with Mail Marketing and Quality Day Foundation. If this is your first time tuning in, this podcast is geared towards domestic violence. The purpose of this podcast is to bring awareness to victims and abusers. I do want to thank Miss Ty for joining us tonight. Thank you so much for sharing your story. Thank you so much for having me. Okay. Definitely. Of course. So can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Um, basically, I am, um, you know, African-American female. I'm in the 40 age range, you know. Um, you know, um, I do own a business at this point now. And, um, you know, I'm a mother, grandmother, you know, college educated, you know. Okay. So, yeah. Awesome. So, Miss, I do have to ask, have you been a, a victim or an abuser um, in a domestic violence situation? I've always been the victim. Okay. How long were you a victim for? <laughs> um, in my relationship with men, maybe I'm gonna say probably about four to five years. Because, like, out of uh, a few of my relationships, I've had domestic violence um, against myself, and then, of course, when, even with my family, it was domestic violence. So, you know. Um, it doesn't choose, you, you can't choose the, the domestic violence either way it go. People you know, people you think that love you, yeah, mm-hmm. it's all the same. Right, and I can definitely agree with that. Um, would you like to go ahead and tell us one of your stories? Um, when was the first time you experienced domestic violence? What were the signs? Um, first time I experienced domestic violence, um, I was probably about maybe 15 I was about 15 years old. That was my very first time. And it was an older guy um, who wanted to be with me. And I was 15. He was like 30-something, you know. And, you know, um, so we were at a party. Everybody was at a party. He dropped everybody else off first and dropped me off last. And he wanted to be with me. And then when I said no, he beat me up. And I thought I was, was going to die that day because he left me, like, by the Flint River you know, back in our hometown, and, like, I, I literally had to run for my life on that day, um, and I couldn't, like, just run to nobody, because he left me way out, like, so I had to just run till I just found somebody to help me, so that was just, like, a little small scenario, but, um, you know, even in my age of, let me see, I'm 40 plus now so I think about maybe 45 you know um, when I was about 45 I was in a relationship uh, with uh, someone and I don't know what uh, came over him this particular day Uh, I walked in the house I had groceries in my hand and I didn't even get in the house before he started punching me and beating me up and choking me um and, and he was just like so mad and I, I didn't understand why but I'm trying to protect my faith and myself and he you know grabbed a big old pole he was trying to stab me with the pole he sprayed oven cleaner in my mouth and my eyes I mean like that day I was scared I, I thought I was I thought, thought I was dying literally he dragged me outside by my hair by 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 my neck you know for all the neighbors to see what he was doing to me. Nobody called the police. Nobody helped me. Nobody. His kids was in the house. He didn't care, though. He didn't care. He, his goal was just to kill me. That's what I feel. 
I, I really feel that his goal was to kill me. And I finally broke loose and I jumped in the truck and I drove to my job. My job was like probably right around the corner. So I drove to my job and called the police there. And, you know, then from there, um, they went to try to arrest him. But of course, he had disappeared, you know, like they normally do. They do their dirt and then they, you know, they run. Right. They so run. Did they ever know. find him? Um, they, they found him. They found him, but he was already getting arrested for something else. But so he, the, the other charge was even worse than the abuse, I, I assume. So even if we're being abused, they don't care about that as long as they get him for that other charge. So the abuse just was swept under the rug. And did you ever have to go to court for this or anything like that? I didn't go to court because they didn't press the charges because they wanted him for the other charge and not this. Not the domestic violence. But I was able to get a restraining order, but that don't mean nothing. That was just a piece of paper to him. Right. He stalked me. He 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 kept coming to my job. And, and because I worked at a, a store and it was private property, the security claimed they couldn't do anything. So it didn't matter to them either whether I was safe or not. So I was still in danger. I mean, when I say this man stalked me, he came to my job morning, noon, and night. I literally had to park my truck like in like four or five blocks away and walk to work just so he wouldn't think that I was at work. And they moved me to another department. He still found me. It, it was just terrible. It was terrible. And it's, it was even terrible that there was no system put in place to help me. Right. You know, and because when I when I when all this happened, I was living with him, first of all. So that left me homeless on top of the domestic violence. I was homeless, scared, you know, sleeping in my truck, you know, so that kind of broke me a little bit. A lot of it, not a little bit. That broke me, period. You know. How did you how were you able to leave this situation? Um, man, how was I able to leave? I think I ended up having to leave town in order to get away from him. I eventually left town and, you know, made sure the world let him know that I was gone. And then when it came, calmed down a little bit, I went back. Still, you know, kind of hiding, you know, scared, looking over my shoulder, you know, but I left town. That's the only way I can get away from him. As long as he thought I was gone, I was safe. And and then it took him a year to realize that I was back. Mm-hmm. But I, I actually had moved on to another relationship. And, you know, him and that person had, had words, but he wouldn't dare approach this other person, you know. So it kind of, that other person kind of saved me. That's amazing. That's good. So would you say in that year when he did realize you come back, did how long did that continue the stalking? If it did continue? Oh, yeah, it did. It continued. Um, he continued to call. Well, he wasn't stalking me by work or anything because he didn't know where I worked. But he definitely kept calling. And um, I think he used like that white pages thing. You know how you can find people and 
mm-hmm. know, get numbers. I think he used that service to find my new number. Wow. Yeah, so he was really adamant about making sure he made my life a living heck, hell, you know. He, he really, his last words were, he was going to destroy me, and he tried that too. He almost had me, though. He almost had me. Have you ever reached out to, like, your family and friends about what was going on? At the time this was all going on, no, I didn't. I know my family, um... I know my family. My family would be ready to go down there and, 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 you know, do something to that man. But I don't want my family in harm's way, you know. So I didn't tell them. Only people knew were the people that was at my job and people that was close to me down there. But no one else knew. I didn't, I couldn't tell anybody because I didn't want anybody retaliating, trying to kill him, you know. Right. Or any of that. So I don't want no parts of that. You know what I'm saying? But I didn't want to keep getting harassed either. But so I just try to deal with it the best way I can without them knowing. And years later, I ended up telling them and, and exactly what I said. If they had have known, it would have been trouble. Right. I can definitely agree with that. Uh, my family um, were victims to domestic violence. So from that's the reason why I started this podcast, too. Um, so I definitely can agree with that. Um. For any, if we have any young men or women listening to this podcast, what piece of advice would you give them that are in a situation like this? I definitely, I definitely would tell somebody to um, seek help. You don't have to seek your family help. Just seek someone else. You know, find that one person that you can depend on to assist you and help you and then also you know for the women you know definitely you got to know you you're worth more than that than what they try to belittle you to be you are so much more you just always have to say i'm somebody i can do this and i can i can i can be this you know you just have to put that instill it in yourself and that will make you stronger and that will make you when you come across somebody like that, you know, that will make you say, no, 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 I, I'm not, I'm not going that route because, you know, I didn't see the signs until maybe, um, probably about a year into our relationship. I didn't see the signs until then. And, you know, I guess I probably missed them, but you got to pay attention and also pay attention to, to the signs. What were some you know? of the signs that you um that you kind of bypassed um i bypassed the okay so my phone um he used to ask to see my phone which i had nothing high so i let him see my phone and then he'll count my calls he'd be like you've been deleting calls like huh you've been deleting calls no i haven't i like when the phone gets full and you keep on getting calls then they erase calls and automatically replace them Right. So I was, you know, he, he accused me of deleting calls. Um, and then, you know, we used to, when I used to be at work, um, I used to feel like somebody's watching me. I was really feeling like somebody was watching me. And one day I caught him peeking over the shelf watching me. Like literally watching. I, and that really, that freaked me out. At that point, that's when 
I was like, oh, this dude crazy. This dude is crazy. Did you say anything that day that you seen him peeking over the shelf? Yeah, I, I played it off. Ha, ha, ha. What are you doing here? You know, what are you doing here? I see you, you know. And he was basically trying to see, because he figured that I was seeing somebody at the store, you know, and trying to see if he could catch me. You know, that's what he, that was his goal, but it failed. Epic, epic fail, of course. You know, but I didn't, I didn't, I didn't see the signs until that particular day. And then also, I used to be at the house getting dressed for work. You know, I'll comb my hair and put on my makeup, you know. And he'll be standing there watching me. Like, then he'll say something like, um, who you getting all cute for? You know, you comb your hair, you put on your makeup. That's how you met me. Hello? Right. You know, you you met me this way. This is what I've always done. But all of a sudden, it was a problem. So when they started trying to change you, then you know that's a sign as well to go. Get out. Absolutely. Because then they're trying to control you. And once they have that control, and they know they have that control, it's going to be terrible. So get out. Absolutely. And I must say, too, you are very brave for one, sharing your story and two, building the courage to leave that situation because not a lot of women, um, you know, make it out of situations like this, unfortunately. Right. Absolutely. I agree. I Uh, definitely agree. So is there anything else you would like to share with us? I just want everyone to definitely know your worth, love yourself. Because if you don't love yourself, nobody else can truly love you. And if somebody did truly love you, they wouldn't abuse you. Absolutely. And again, I do want to thank you so much for sharing your story with us. If we have anyone listening to this podcast tonight and you are a victim of domestic violence, please seek help immediately. Um, We do have some resources that everyone can reach out to. Quality Day Foundation on Facebook. It is a nonprofit domestic violence agency um you guys can reach out and we'll be more than happy to assist you guys with resources and things of that sort okay and thank you thank you again miss ty okay i thank you so much for having me again and you have a wonderful rest of your night thank you